Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. Recording live from somewhere. Peace, peace, family. Peace, peace to all the family in the world, everybody across the land. It is I, your humble brother, Crumb. This is, let's be clear, family. Let's be clear. This is Sunday School with the MOI podcast. MOI will be in the building, you know, grand opening, grand closing. He'll definitely be here uh, fashionably late, but he will be here. Uh, you know, until then, you know, we're holding down the fort. Um, if you are on uh, any channel doesn't matter where you're at because this is the my podcast but if you're somewhere else listening to the my podcast smash the subscribe button right there family that's right hit that subscribe button also on the way in we call this housekeeping we hit that like button on also so definitely hit that button as well um i believe my likes to read a lot of the uh, first responders are the first people in the building now. Uh, within the first three minutes, we have more than 50 people in the building. So I just go through a couple of them really quick uh, in honor of MOI. True first, uh, true fist of the North Star says, Peace to the guys. We're saying peace back. Amber Gaucher, she says, Peace and love with three black hearts, family. You better tap in. We say peace and love back. It's an honor to have you. Chris G, the master student. He says peace and light, family. Y'all got to understand when he says light, what that means, family. That's powerful. Also, Shawnee 11 with the hands. Much power, much appreciation. Um, Sore high. Sore high. Sore high. I slaughtered that. Charge it to my mind, not my heart. It says Islam. I'm saying Islam back. I see you. I love you. I appreciate you. I am underscore goddess 369 with the green heart and the eye high vibrations moi love and abundance with the green heart and the unk 
Um, so yeah, absolutely, family. With that said, I want to uh, take a little bit of time to uh, introduce myself. I am your humble brother, Crumb, the master student. Um, also, the other panel holding it down with the family is Crip Jesus. P uh, peace, brother. Um, I don't, I'm not sure if I can see you, but there we go. There we go. Uh, if you can unmute your mic. Can you hear Peace, me? brother? Yeah, how are you? Oh, I'm great. And I'm, I'm it's your humble uh, disciple, you know what I mean, Crip Jesus. And I want to give uh, much uh, praises and blessings and uh, thanks to the brother MOI for letting us do this, you know what I mean? Because this is a topic I've been waiting for. This just fell right in my lap. Trump's Absolutely. Revenge. But before we get into this, brother, can you tell the family who you are, where we can find you at? Yes, you know, I'm known as Christ, you know what I mean? The blue guy, also as King L, Allah, the five nation of guys on earth. You can find me at Chris.com. You can find me on Google. You can find me on social media. That would be uh, Holy Christ Jesus, Instagram, whatever, we're everywhere. And coming soon, the blue Bible. That's right, family. Look out for that tap all the way in. Okay, so um, I say no better place to start than the beginning. Uh, so Trump just did the whole CPAC thing last night, and he did rather well. Um, the only dude that was really competing against Trump was DeSantis, governor of uh, Florida. Really came out of nowhere. A lot of people was like, who is this guy? You know, he's he's kind of like the Barack Obama of the Republican Party, just kind of like this nobody who rose to great heights out of nowhere. He's the new competitor against um, Trump. But last night at, at the CPAC convention, uh, Trump got 60 on the straw straw polls and DeSantis got like 20 or some uh, minuscule number. So we see Trump. Uh, ultimately is still the big dog. I wanted to play a video and we can kind of just talk about this whole Trump thing because he's he, he's throwing some haymakers. I'm not sure how to feel about it. Let's see what we got here. The left-wing gender insanity being pushed on our children is an act of child abuse. Very simple. Here's my plan to stop the chemical, physical, and emotional mutilation of our youth. On day one, I will revoke Joe Biden's cruel policies on so-called gender-affirming care. Ridiculous. A process that includes giving kids puberty blockers, mutating their physical appearance, and ultimately performing surgery on minor children. Can you believe this? I will sign a new executive order instructing every federal agency to cease all programs that promote the concept of sex and gender transition at any age. I will then ask Congress to permanently stop federal taxpayer dollars from being used to promote or pay for these procedures and pass a law prohibiting child sexual mutilation in all 50 states. It'll go very quickly. I will declare that any hospital or healthcare provider that participates in the chemical or physical mutilation of minor youth will no longer meet federal health and safety standards for Medicaid and Medicare and will be terminated from the program immediately. Furthermore, I will support the creation of a private right of action for victims to sue doctors who have unforgivably performed these procedures on minor children. The Department of Justice will investigate Big Pharma 
and the big hospital networks to determine whether they have deliberately covered up horrific long-term side effects of sex transitions in order to get rich at the expense of vulnerable patients, in this case, very vulnerable. We will also investigate whether Big Pharma or others have illegally marketed hormones and puberty blockers, which are in no way licensed or approved for this use. My Department of Education will inform states and school districts that if any teacher or school official suggests to a child that they could be trapped in the wrong body, they will be faced with severe consequences, including potential civil rights violations for sex discrimination and the elimination of federal funding. As part of our new credentialing body for teachers, we will promote positive education about the nuclear family, the roles of mothers and fathers, and celebrating rather than erasing the things that make men and women different and unique. I will ask Congress to pass a bill establishing that the only genders recognized by the United States government are male and female, and they are assigned at birth. The bill will also make clear that Title IX prohibits men from participating in women's sports, and we will protect the rights of parents from being forced to allow their minor child to assume a gender which is new and an identity without the parent's consent. The identity will not be new, and it will not be without parental consent. No serious country should be telling its children that they were born with the wrong gender, a concept that was never heard of in all of human history. Nobody's ever heard of this, what's happening today. It was all when the radical left invented it just a few years ago. Under my leadership, this madness will end. Thank you very much. Our brother, did you hear that? <laughs> loud and clear. So he said this, I think this was uh, a month ago, Forbes aired it, uh, it, it aired on um, Truth Social, his website. Um, a lot of people said, okay, Trump is going after the alternative lifestyle people. There's only two genders. Um, if you try to do a, 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 a surgery on a child, and change their gender, they're going to put that as a, um, a, a gender discrimination. You can't hate on him because a boy because he's a boy and try to convince him to, you know, whatever the case may be, have a a change. Um, I know that this has been a big thing. It's been um, it's. I haven't seen anybody stand against it. I don't know. Let me stop there. What do you think? I, I want to go to it's funny to me how this lines up with what I was pointing out earlier with the Kanye thing, because remember when Kanye said, hey, I'm not into politics, but he speaks to me. Just the basic fundamental principles and morals. I don't read three thousand uh, dollar. I mean, three thousand page documents. I don't study uh, political science. It's Kanye West talking. I'm saying, remember, he said he doesn't even read. So. He was, if you paraphrase that and translate it to, you know, political jargon, it's saying that he speaks to the everyday person. He speaks to the person, the, the boots on the ground. And regardless whether you agree with him or not, he does speak to that dynamic. 
This is what he tapped into that America doesn't want to admit. Now, Trump speaks to my life uh, uh, very much because I was just fresh out of prison when he was running, right? And when I was about to get out, he had started running. So, you know, us in there with the conspiracy theories and the hate the, 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 the system, we were automatically thinking, oh, he's, he's a plant and la 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 la. But I, I literally saw prisoners as he continued to run saying, man, yeah, he's revealing the system and he's revealing, the, you know, the everyday people, the people who couldn't even vote, right? And I say that to say, I remember the last girl I was dating, I went to her house and I had on some Trump socks. I was supporting Trump, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I pulled up my pants to show my Trump socks and the whole family just hopped up. They were ready to kill me. I'm talking about, it was like a movie, Crub, because her uncle's like one of those big buff, fresh out the pen type dudes. So he's like, you like, cuz, you with the devil? And I'm like, I'm like you know. <laughs> because I didn't necessarily have so much faith in what he stood for, because I saw white supremacist inmates, you know, vote for Trump just because of what they felt he stood for in the bigger scheme of things. But this is what Kanye West was speaking to. How will we ever have power if we're so easily manipulated and controlled, they can use something like a, a trigger word or a color to get you to vote for this, uh, this Trojan horse. You get what I'm saying? This is what the left does. You get what I'm saying? This And this is what he pointed out. This is what stood out to everyone with the unemployment, with the uh, with him to, uh, revealing things with uh, China, with the with him revealing. Uh, what's that movie called? Canon? Q-A-N-O? You know what I'm talking about? They reviewed the left. QAnon. QAnon, exactly. So to me, that right there is Trump's revenge to QAnon. You get what I'm saying? This is a big uh, to QAnon because in the little bit of time that he's had since they got him out, look all that's happened. They went, woo. So he's like, no, I need to reverse this to even get it back to a middle ground where we could even figure this thing out. We're already butchering people. Now, what will be hard for the American public to understand is they may hear this and say, well, this is what's going on in the world. They want to criminalize this. This is the way to criminalize things. That's even the first thing that flashed through my mind. But this is a this is a world leader, y'all. This is somebody who travels around the world and he sees what's being done with the other children who are not being force-fed TikTok and crazy cartoons and the the uh the atrocities that our children being put under over here. He sees it where it's not going on in the rest of the world. You get what I'm saying? So he sees the difference. He knows what our kids are competing up against that we're not aware of. And he's warning us. I think he's concerned. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I'm not going to try to, you know, paint him as a uh, a um, Tamil who savior, a Flugelrod savior, a, you know, white savior, you know, because we know that there's a complex. But um, of the lot of them, I think he's probably the most appealing. I have to be 1 million percent honest. Now, um, him taking on such a Goliath, uh, being the uh, alternative lifestyle community, I think is a very good thing because we've seen how they've been a thorn in our side to where um, the George Floyd thing, they stole the steam from that and pushed a alternative lifestyle agenda to kind of, you know, bring awareness, bring legal support, political um, leverage, whatever the case may be. Uh, for a alternative lifestyle versus um, something for us, especially uh, uh, melanated men, black men, so-called. 
Um, I think it boils down to what you just pointed out, the economics of it all. Because at the end of the day, what does he have in control of how we feel or what we think or do? You know what I'm saying? It's right. it's that when the money comes in and it's delegated for this use, he's saying, no, we're not doing that anymore. If anything, we're going to pay to stop this. You get what I'm saying? Because this is a misuse, an abuse of those funds. You feel me? Now, I think that's a beautiful segue because he goes deeper into uh, his rampage for 2024. Trump is going in, he's, he's swinging haymakers at, at, at the establishment, and we're only going to see it go to the next level. Check out what he says next. Past generations of Americans pursued big dreams and daring projects that once seemed absolutely impossible. They pushed across an unsettled continent and built new cities in the wild frontier. They transformed American life with the interstate highway system magnificent it was, and they launched a vast network of satellites into orbit all around the Earth. But today, our country has lost its boldness. Under my leadership, we will get it back in a very big way. If you look at just three years ago, what we were doing was unthinkable, how good it was, how great it was for our country. Our objective will be a quantum leap in the American standard of living. That's what will happen. Here are just a few of the ways we can do it. Almost one-third of the landmass of the United States is owned by the federal government, with just a very, very small portion of that land, just a fraction, one-half of one percent. Would you believe that? We should hold a contest to charter up to 10 new cities and award them to the best proposals for development. In other words, we'll actually build new cities in our country again. These freedom cities will reopen the frontier, reignite American imagination, and give hundreds of thousands of young people and other people, all hardworking families, a new shot at home ownership and, in fact, the American dream. Another big opportunity is in transportation. Dozens of major companies in the United States and China are racing to develop vertical takeoff and landing vehicles for families and individuals. Just as the United States led the automotive revolution in the last century, I want to ensure that America, not China, leads this revolution in air mobility. These breakthroughs can transform commerce, bring a giant infusion of wealth into rural America, and connect families in our country in new ways. Likewise, through our Strategic National Manufacturing Initiative, which is going to be very big and very, very successful, we will turn forgotten communities into hives of industry, producing the goods we will no longer import from China. We will also have a major initiative on lowering the cost of living with a special focus on lowering the cost of a new car and lowering the cost to build a single-family home and they will be beautiful homes. And I will ask Congress to support baby bonuses for young parents to help launch a new baby boom. Finally, I'll challenge the governors of all 50 states to join me in a great modernization and beautification campaign, getting rid of ugly buildings, refurbishing our parks and our public spaces, making cities and towns more livable, ensuring a pristine environment, 
and building towering monuments to our true American heroes. Very importantly, I will also make sure all of these new places are safe. We love and cherish our police. They will do the job the way they have to. It is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. I will dramatically increase living standards and build a future that brings our country together through excitement, opportunity, and success. Thank you very much. So he said a lot. I took some notes. I want to go back yeah. to some stuff, and I'll ask you what you think. Bear me just a second. So, actually, let's hold on because I believe MOI just came in the building just in the t nick of time, 20 minutes, 200 people, not too shabby. Um, but here, while we're waiting for him, I'll say what I was saying earlier. The whole gender-affirming comparison uh, care is a supportive form of health care. It consists of an array of services that may include medical, surgical, mental health, and non-medical services for trans and non-binary people. Um, this is particularly dangerous for children because we know that children are, are, are influenceable. We know that school is a, is, is a big influence on our children. And if the children do take those drugs at that time, it'll alter the rest of their lives. Um, also, we know that um, if they don't take those drugs and they compete in women's sports, um, they dominate women's sports, which is just not fair because men have a different physique, obviously, than women do. Um, and, you know, that was one of the things I was glad he was trying to get rid of. This is a government thing and, and, and the parents don't have to green light it. So if your child wants to go and have some type of crazy surgery or take some medicine that's going to mess them up for the rest of their life, they don't have to ask you. And that's what this whole policy is about. I think it's it, it, it's bad. Um, it's it's bad. I mean, it, it's a, it's illegal. It, it's wrong. And I'm going to tell you why, because I know someone who 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 I was just talking about this with whose child is in the school where they're pushing this. Right. And the way it plays out. You know, what I mean, we can talk about theories and philosophies all day, but the way it plays out in real time is you no longer control your child. You're right. literally in like a police state. So they're saying if tomorrow your kid says, I'm a duck, they're going to come up with something, say, uh, uh, duck identifying children. They're going to say, you're wrong. Right. We're not letting your kid be a duck and you can't whoop them and they're a duck. Feed them duck food. Right. You feel me? And this is the place where politics doesn't speak to the everyday person. We understand the theories, the philosophies, the even with the uh, Gabriel Union in, in, in Wade thing, right? Oh, right, right, their son. Right, because that, and we know that was a big part of this, the politics of this. So even with that, what happens there is, regardless whether you agree with me or not, what does that have to do with you telling me how I'm gonna raise my child? You understand what I'm saying? So the problem is, now the celebrity and the even the politician, it becomes a, a concept of this. This is where you get the conversation about sovereignty and all that, because people get tired of the government just crossing the line into just into the media now. Oh, I'm we are line. oh my God. Wait, hold on. Do you do you Whoa. remember? <laughs> Do you remember when D Wade's son, who we know has a different name now and, and has a different gender uh, affiliation, respectfully, not going to debate or argue that point. 
uh, or say anything negative against it for that matter. But remember when when uh, when Trayvon got shot and him and his sons uh, were uh, dressed in hoodies and a caption in red right under the E is save our sons. The irony is so thick you can cut it with a knife. He couldn't save his son. He lost the son. <laughs> Metaphor. This, you has, know. this has satanic Illuminati sports agent written all over it. <laughs> Damn, Jada. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, well, you know, I didn't I didn't want to get too far off, but you know, I just wanted to address that point because that's something that has this gender affirming care has plagued our community in my personal opinion. For some people that has worked and it's awesome for them, but I don't think it would work uh, for my tax dollars. Moving on, uh, Trump talked about the uh, highways, which we know the building and construction of highways has had a very racial tone uh, for our community. Um, here is uh, a question. It says, how have interstate highways been used to segregate communities? Answer, how interstate highways gutted communities? This is coming from history.com, and it reads, policymakers and planners saw highway construction as a convenient way to raise R-A-Z-E, I'm sorry, R-A-Z-E, yeah. neighborhoods considered undesirable or blighted. And he talks and, about, I want to talk about it because he talks about that in there, exactly. And they deployed the massive infrastructure elements, this is what uh, Trump is talking about, multi-lane road beds and concrete walls, ramps, and overpasses as tools of segregation. Crumb, that stuff is not real. It's in your head. Okay, well, argue with history.com. <laughs> Physical buffers to isolate communities of color. Um, and it's just interesting that Trump spoke about that. So, you know, I want this conversation to be left, right, and center where we talk about the good, the bad, and the indifferent. Brother, what do you think? What people won't believe, and maybe you even be interested to know, Lamert Park was actually built as a physical city buffer. So for all Teach. those that don't believe, bro, you you can uh, you can you can testify. You've been there. Lamert Park has got very uh, wiggly streets. You would say like they curve. It's hard. A lot of dead ends. It's hard to tell where you at. It was actually created like that on purpose. Now I was not alive in, when the city was built, so I'm telling you this is documented. That this city was built like this on purpose, and, and it would say no colors allowed and whites only. And then, as brothers and sisters started to move in to be a symbol of integration and a sign of moving on up, we purposely built jazz uh, bars there and things of that nature to make it a, 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 a black cultural hub. So I just say that to say I personally know that this is real. Now, freedom cities, I can use Los Angeles again. Los Angeles had a very bad gang problem in the 80s and 90s. Okay? Not saying it doesn't have one now, but you get what I'm saying? We all know that's the 80s and the 90s when you hear about the all the wall. Now, there was something, there were cities here. Rialto, Moreno Valley, Lancaster, Palmdale. These were new developing like dirt plots, basically. You know what I mean? And they actually built a prison there started uh, offering rent there for dirt cheap, started coming to communities, like offering people to move, you know what I mean? Offering to buy people's houses for the low, knowing that there would be a, a residential boom coming. And they literally set in motion 
the moving out of the undesired element to these other areas. But you have to ask in politics, this is where it gets to understand the intellect. You have to bargain for what you want. Is that not what the people who were complaining, you understand what I'm saying? They wanted some difference in the city. So it gets into the gentrification or the uh, involuntary removal. You know what I mean? You have an eminent domain that plays in, and Trump's known for that. So the Freedom City thing, I kind of question, you know. Absolutely. Before we expand on this thought, because we've, of course, got more to co cover, I wanted to introduce the man of the hour. This is, of course, here. Let me, let me fix the banner real quick, family. Uh, you know, this is, you know, for, uh, for anybody who's curious, the Sunday School MOI podcast. Of course, family, no, other, no one other than MOI himself. Peace and love, brother. How are you? Peace, peace, peace and love, everybody. Peace to the planet. What's going on, MOI? What's going on, y'all? And I actually caught caught a little bit of the conversation, but I gotta be brought up to speed a little bit on what we're talking about. I think I know. Absolutely. So Trump did the CPAC uh, conference last night. He spoke. He blew out the house. Uh, got the most support. Uh, uh, his biggest competitor is really not even doing anything. Um, there's a lot going on with Trump. So Trump basically said he's gonna go up. Uh, let me just uh, reopen close tab. Uh, let me share screen. So Trump just said that he was going to go against the gender affirming care uh, program put in place by joke Biden. <laughs> and we were let me see if I can open the other one. Um, reopen close tab. We were talking about. Um, in terms of this gender affirming care. I don't know if you remember when Trayvon Martin got shot, but D. Wade and his two sons appeared in hoodies on the cover of Ebony magazine with a caption to the far left on the top, right under the E of Ebony, right under there, it says, save our sons. Now, you know that um, D. Wade has lost a son, you know, figuratively speaking. <laughs> So he couldn't save one of his sons. And this is all under Joe Biden's gender affirming care. So uh, uh, Crip Jesus and I spoke on that just a little bit. Um, and then we went on to some other stuff. Would you like to kind of tap in or would you want me to continue on to the other stuff we were talking about? Because it gets a little more juicy. Um, have you shown the uh, the uh, commercial with, with your girl? Um, what's her name? She's on my she's on my YouTube, my uh, Instagram page. The white lady. Um, Celine Dion, Celine Dion commercial. Have you, have you played that yet? No, I think I think that was on your page. Hold on, two seconds. Let me go to. Hold on, let me. See and see I the the fact that it's you reference a commercial shows what he's saying that this is the work of the left. Everybody knows the left likes to talk, get in bed with Hollywood, you know. Factory, factory. So yeah, um, I think I think you put it on your page. Yeah, yeah, but you can pull it up though. I mean, just, just uh, you talking about the one where she blows the thing, and then all the changes. babies are like, yeah. She, she, she's changing the genders, but more importantly, is what she's saying. Why this is happening? She's saying that these are our children, but they don't belong to us. They're not really our children, and she, and she's giving you the science behind the fucking shit what they're doing. Mm. Outside of that. And I'm pretty sure we'll get to it, but uh, is this it right uh, here? Huh? It, it, 
Is this the one? Um, I, I don't think so. But, but hold on, hold on. Stop, stop, stop. Slow down, slow down, slow down, slow down. Go back up. So, right beside the, the Krampus, the young lady right there, the white girl actress, yep. play that right quick. This is what she said. Oh, you turn the volume on. Well, let me see how I can change that audio for so, so, what I'm going to do is play catch up, but I'm going to take y'all down a rabbit hole, and I wouldn't even listen to what y'all were saying, but I guarantee you what I'm about to tell y'all in the next couple of minutes is going to be added value to everything y'all just said, and then we can continue on where you at, but I promise you, between this video right here and uh, the, the basketball player who got caught in Russia with the fucking weed, that guy... Because next, next, I'm I'm taking to the video where he's shooting basketball outside with his shirt off, and it's it's a it's a it's a you know, it's not what they say it is. And then the other picture on my on my page, every the whole little square you just had pulled up, I had another clip in there with Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B. In that video right there. You see that right there? Right. Do you see the background? Oh, yeah. it's the um what flag yeah. is that? Transgender. Yeah, okay, right. Megan Stallion is a Megan Stallion will never have will never have a baby. Ever. Yeah. And Michelle Obama can have a baby. Yeah. And Jonah River never had a baby. Okay. So yeah, this right here is it's it's the nugget right here. It's but, just no audio. It's okay. Play it because the uh, the uh, the caption's on too, though. She said, "I'm a doppelganger for Alan Alden." She said, "Get out of here. I'm a man." She said, "No, I'm a man." That was it. If you, if you Google that, whoa, she is a man. Okay, that's that's just the beginning. Now let, let's let's scroll down a little bit more so we, we can get. That's a big one. beginning, brother. Right. Whoa. <laughs> you can't fuck. argue with the making the stallion thing. That's right hold in your on, face. Hold on. Stop right there. Go over to Juana Man. Remember him? Juana Man? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Boom. That's, that's the guy who got caught by the Russians with the EpiPen. <laughs> <laughs> he played for WNBA. Like Juana Man. That's him right there. That's that's Bree. Or Brandon. Sorry. Oh. You that's coming him. in dropping bombs. Oh my God! And you know what's right crazy, Moai? I I was telling someone this before before you revealed this. I was like, man, come on, man. It's like listen. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a. Just, it's obvious. It's like come on. It's the. It's the. It's the perfect trifecta, as Crumb would say. The perfect trifecta. We're just getting fucking started. Right. Right. Sports, so, um, weed, and LGBT. It was the perfect trifecta. And 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 Trump said no more uh, men playing in women's sports. Trump said he's he's going to put a stop to that. But, because you know, that's fucking ridiculous, right? Now, Trump. Now, let's 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 go to Trump real quick. You know, I'm gonna give you the floor. You remember when the real king of England came out about five six years ago? So he was the real king of England. Remember him? And right. he was telling how Trump is the Christ. He's the same. Mm. Now, now go look up what's Trump's mother and father's name. Mm. 
Okay. Trump, Trump is put it up. Trump mama and father's name. Oh, let me refresh it because it's talking in my ear. Donald Trump's father, Fred Trump, born in New York, was a successful real estate developer in New York City. Using their inheritance, Fred Trump and his mother, Elizabeth, found E. Trump and son okay. in 1927. Watch this. Now, look up Trump's grandparents. Donald Trump grandparents. Okay. Um Mary McLeod and I don't know if it's Malcolm or Frederick. The point I is, see what he's saying. We already got Mary and Christ. We already got Mary and Christ right there. I, I already see where this is going. Yeah. See it already? Yeah, I see it. Okay. So now, if you pull up the old uh, a clip of the guy who came out who said he's the real king of England. Remember Queen Elizabeth and all them old fucks had to, had to leave the, the palace and, and they changed out the crescent on the palace wall because he became the real, he's the true king of England. And he was telling how him and Trump are working to do a lot of shit. And right after that, uh, two years after that happened, that's when all the shit with Harvey Weinstein and Epstein and the whole fucking Trump had started to drain the swamp campaign. I'm, Trump started to, to drain the swamp campaign. When he started to drain the swamp campaign, he also had initiated Space Force because Trump's grandfather was in charge of the Department of Alien Affairs in 1941 and they had got Trump's grandfather to examine Nikola Tesla's um, inventions to make sure that it wasn't a public risk, right? So his grandfather, Trump grandfather, already knew the secrets oh. and shit about Nick. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go there and then we can talk about Trump more. I yield the floor. Well, well, here, um, let me uh, see if I can uh, bring in a real-life edit that I did where you expounded on the thought. Can I, can I say yes. something, though, to add value to that? Please. Because uh, you know I'd be on the tribal thing. He's 100% right. Uh, Queen Elizabeth and them, if I'm not mistaken, they're of the German bloodline, Saxe, Coburg, and Gotha. So yeah, they're not they're not even Windsor. They're not even they're not of English descent. And this is known. You can Google right. this. Like they they're yeah. well known Germans. Yeah, they, they, so this goes Germans. on to uh Trump's whole thing with the infiltration and like you know what I was saying, straight ridiculousness. Because right. now we're getting into spies and people no. sitting right in front of you and you're oh, not knowing what they oh, are. Oh, yeah, 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 no. yeah. Somebody, hold on, hold on somebody, real quick. Made a point. Somebody in the comments just made the point. Remember when Trump was president? Who was the fucking vice president? Anybody? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, I forgot his name. Mike Pence. Mike Pence. Now, Trump, Pence. The trumpets were already blowing. That was the trumpet. Nobody caught the trumpets blowing. Well, oh, okay. That's powerful. That's powerful. Trump and Pence. Okay, hold on. Check, check this out, Mr. Give me just a second. That's deep. 
in Europe, everything is operated on a monarchy, which is kings and queens system, and it goes by blood type. President Donald John Trump was meeting me last night in the rally. He was saying, Greg, his genes are good. His genes are great. And a man who's Greg. got very good genes, Greg. Greg. I had mentioned the um, extra chromosome I've got. I've got the XYY chromosome. The, the XYY chromosome was actually discovered in 1961 when I was born, which is a marker. So this new, new guy comes to the forefront with documents, and he presents those documents to the Vatican and everybody saying that he's the, the real king. Yeah, the queen's abdicated, the pope's abdicated. And of course, with COVID-19, the queen goes in hiding. Queen Elizabeth, this is interesting, she has canceled all of her upcoming engagements indefinitely. Some are now speculating that we may never see the queen in public again. The 94-year-old queen and her 99-year-old husband have been in self-isolation in Windsor Castle since March. Confirmation of Joseph Gregory Hallett's declaration, Mashiach Christ Messiah is the king of England as of the 5th of March, 2020 posted and received by the respondents on the 9th of March, 2020. What's his name? Prince, whatever his name is, and his the sister, the Moabitess, they go ahead and go to Canada and the castle is abandoned. Ever since the Duke of Sussex stepped down as a senior royal and moved to Los Angeles, things have apparently been a bit difficult for him. I don't know how his career is going to map out, but yes, I've been in touch, though I think he's finding life a bit challenging just now. As fans know, Meghan and Harry are leaving their Sussex royal brand behind. Resigning his royal duties and leaving his family behind was always going to be a hard choice. It's an emotional time for him in many ways. I think in many ways, it's bittersweet. He's always wanted to have a regular life and to get away from the spotlight, and that's what he's doing. The decision that I have made for my wife and I to step back is not one I made lightly, but as far as this goes, there really was no other option. In another post published on March 30th, the couple wrote, As we all find the part we are to play in this global shift, we are focusing this new chapter to understand how we can best contribute. Notably, at the end of their message, the pair signed Harry and Meghan, rather than their royal highnesses, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, which was their previous signature. This goes back to four years ago when they first announced it. The royal family stood aside. Prince Charles was using body doubles. Queen Elizabeth II is using body doubles. Prince Philip's not appearing. Prince Andrew's been ousted. Prince Harry voluntarily walked away. And Prince Edward is a convicted pedophile in New Zealand. It's the love bomb. You know, people get behind this one thing, this one thing that's going to be the catalyst, the quantum to change it all. And that's realising the British royal family's fate, put the, the fulfilment of the prophecy on the throne and start the thousand years of peace 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 Aranga Aranga that seal was taken off the gate and removed. And that seal was replaced. The seal was broken. The Pope stepped down and the Vatican was vacant. He named me on Easter Friday, 2020, Pope Francis abdicated the title Vicar of Christ, right? And then on the 10th of April, six days later, he, he gave a speech and the empty Vatican and said, uh, Joseph, Joseph of Arimathea, Gregory, St. Gregory the Great, right? And my name's Joseph Gregory. Then on Friday, April 17, 2020, the Pope mysteriously vanished from his window, seeming as if he was a hologram. Because the Vatican was under the old system, the old religious system of the Roman Catholic Church. That has been done away with. Crumb.
TV. Pretty much what I just said. What I just said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what you were saying back then is now all coming into uh, fruition now. You all. We, you already kind of, you know, you were leading that charge. I remember back then. Um, yep. So, you know, if we could move on to what we, uh, uh, the other thing we were talking about. So, um, hold on, no, man. Do you, do you do, wait? Did, that was extra deep. You understand what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I said the yeah. word spy. That's and he just showed thing, the that's, whole that's, 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 monarchy word spy. The whole monarchy. I, I just wanted to make sure I they absorbed that for a couple more minutes. That's all. I I I have nothing to say. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, peace, peace to the family. I, I want to add on something before we get too far away from the um, too far away from the um, because I know we're getting ready to take some turns and some twists, but I wanted to add <laughs> something that's very very um unsettling right unsettling and it seems to be uh not getting discussed in the way that it should be or or not as prevalent and so i just want to get two minutes maybe to just tap into this article really quick right just two seconds to tap into this article and i think that uh, the people will find this very interesting. Have you noticed how as some people get older, they take on characteristics of the opposite sex? Men develop breasts and cry at movies and women get bald and grow facial hair. Or have you ever wondered why people who undergo hormone therapy to change genders think and behave in new ways. Male and female hormones have a profound influence on the structure and activity of the brain, which is highly malleable under the influence of hormonal changes. Scientists began learning about the influence of sex hormones on brain structure when they studied brain scans of people undergoing hormone therapy to change genders. The men receiving female hormones develop more female-like brains, while the women receiving male hormones develop more male brain and a larger hypothalamus. In both, the volume of gray and white matter adjusted to that of the gender to which they were transitioning. It took only four months of heavy hormone therapy for the subject's brains to take on the shape and structure of the opposite sex. Additionally, a 2018 study of people with gender dysphoria, meaning they identify as the gender of the opposite assigned at birth, had similar findings. Be patient with me, family, it's coming. Even without hormone therapy, their brain structure and activity more closely resembled that of the opposite sex, even though their bodies didn't. 
Researchers found these differences are detectable in early childhood. Morphing hormones in midlife. So what does this have to do with people in middle age taking on some characteristics of the opposite gender? In Good functional neurology and functional medicine, we understand various physiological and neurological consequences of diet and lifestyle on hormone and brain function. The most ubiquitous and profound is the effect of blood sugar instability. We can blame an American diet high in sugars and processed carbohydrates coupled with a sedentary, stressful lifestyle for throwing the hormones out of balance. Brother, could could you just give us a short version of that? Because we got to be off in less than an hour. I got you. Uh, No, we right here now. I I want you to. This is the part right here. The most ubiquitous and profound is the effect of blood sugar instability. We could blame an American diet high in sugars and processed carbohydrates coupled with a sedentary, stressful lifestyle for throwing the hormones out of balance. A high sugar, high carbohydrate diet and sedentary lifestyle creates a disorder called insulin resistance, also known as prediabetes. Insulin resistance drives the reproductive hormones in both sexes to begin to mimic that of the opposite gender. I'm going to read that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. That is heat rock. Incredible. Um, Let's, you know, just, just for the sake of time, move on. We got a lot to cover. I wanted to throw a little bit more out if I could, please. Uh, but yeah, so, gratitude. So, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Excuse me. Um, check this next video out. Well, actually, I'm sorry. In that video that we had just played, um, Trump said he was going to bring out, he's calling it a vertical car, not him, but these people are calling it a vertical car. So Trump said he's going to bring out the vertical car first. Now, quiet as kept during COVID. I didn't even mean to say that word, European Jesus. <laughs> During covert, they uh, China, quiet as kept, announced that they were going to launch a vertical car. So I wanted to pull up a uh, real quick thing on that just to get an idea of what this vertical car thing is that Trump said that he's going to do it before. He's, he said, we're going to do it before China do it. Let's see what a vertical car is that he said he's going to bring out once elected president. The flying car. Eight propellers provide lift so it can take off and land vertically. The vehicle made its first public test flight in front of nearly 150 people. The X2 is produced by Chinese electric vehicle maker Xping. The futuristic two-seater is equipped with autonomous flight capabilities. 80 miles per hour. We are now in the researching process. We are make 
step by step to the international market. And first, we select Dubai city because Dubai is the most innovation cities in the world. And this is our first public flight globally. And this is our first step to the international. Xping says its next generation of flying cars will include a model with something. I couldn't get it. So, um, if Emma, if MOI is still here, I wanted to see what he thought about that. Um, brother, are you still there? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm here, bro. I'm here. So they said they're gonna launch. Um, uh, uh, he said he's gonna launch flying cars. Well, vertical cars. Yeah, my first time ever even hearing about that. I'm not gonna lie to you. So I was, I was kind of trying to listen in to what was happening with that one, but um, something else can be mentioned along those same lines with the U.S. and China is uh, China launched their own moon about three years ago. I'm sorry. One more time. I said something else can be mentioned in lines with that is China launched their own moon about two or three years ago. Ooh, China did launch their own moon. Wait, no, oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It was actually their own sun. No, moon, moon. China launches, launches their own moon. Yeah. So they have they have two moons in the sky. Right? Okay, this is getting deep. Let me see. Can I pull that up? <laughs> Stop it. Okay, yeah. It says so, that I'm not sure about the vertical car shit, but I'm sure about the moon shit. That's my point. Mmm. <laughs> deep, deep, deep. Yeah, the the vertical car was in the uh the second clip we played. The first clip where uh Donald Trump said he's gonna get rid of that um affirmative care thing that uh Biden put in place. The second clip he said he was gonna um He's gonna launch. He was gonna take the lead on vertical cars. Um, the next one, oh yeah, and after he said he was gonna take the lead on vertical cars, actually here, MOI, do you mind if I play it one more time for you? I know we're we're tight on time, but I'll try. I'll see if I can skip to the end. Yeah, please go ahead. Okay. Past generations of Americans pursued big dreams and daring projects that once seemed absolutely impossible. They pushed across. No, matter of fact, Inky, can you pull that up on um, YouTube for me, please? Because I know you got article, uh, audio and you can skip forward. Do you mind? No, not at all. Gratitude. Pull up what? What is the video? Oh, yeah. We'll just go to, um, go to YouTube and just type Donald Trump and filter uh, this week. It's like the number one video uh, on you on the political side. It's like it's got a million in like four days or something. I just I just wanted the MOI to hear the last part. So yeah, Donald Trump said he's going to launch flying vertical cars is what they're calling them. He's Donald Trump said he's going to launch the vertical cars. In addition to launching vertical cars, he said he's going to start a new baby boomer era. But with the vertical, with the vertical car thing, 
I don't think we're ready. We don't have any. We don't have any conception of traffic of vertical cars. Right. Well, hold on. Let me say this. Those of us in the drone community have yeah, kind of yeah. been getting ready because yeah. it's just the drone. When the drones, yeah. When the drones first came out, we could fly our drones anywhere. Like there was no laws on drones. You pretty much got a drone. <laughs> the only thing the law was your finances. Like, don't crash your drone and waste your money. You know what I'm saying? Because drones got a little pricey. But slowly but surely, they began to um, marry drones with actual airplanes. And then you got into no flying zones. And then they started to update people's drones where your drone won't even take off if you're in a no fly zone. Like there's certain places in Manhattan you can't fly your drone because they don't want you to see, you know, certain things. You know what I'm saying? So um, then they came out with flight manuals and licenses. So now you damn near got to be a low level airplane pilot to fly your drone. So, yeah, the writing was on the wall in the drone community that something bigger was coming um, for a while. So pretty much everybody who's been flying a drone or the people who have even taken the next step to start getting the certifications associated with the drones, they're going to have the upper hand on um, how this, uh, you know, how these cars come out, because pretty much. If you saw what they got, the, the Chinese, the, the China version, these are really just really large drones. And that's kind of where it took off when they saw that drones could be used to carry anything. And um, yeah, so that's that's kind of where that's OK. Right. So how how does anybody know how far along China is with it? Do they already have a traffic uh, system? No, they they haven't launched it yet. Um, Trump is saying he's going to launch it before they launch it. What's the timestamp? Um, oh, I, I'm not sure, but somewhere around right there. Everything from electronics to steel to pharmaceuticals. This, this will include strong, strong protections, protections to ensure China cannot circumvent restrictions by passing goods through conduit countries, countries that don't make a product, but all of a sudden they're selling a lot of product. It comes right through China, right out of China, and right into our country. We will also adopt new rules to stop U.S. companies from pouring investments into China. And to stop China from buying up America, allowing all of those investments that clearly serve American interests. We're not going to allow bad things to happen to our country anymore. And we will eliminate federal contracts for any company that outsources to China. Pause it. We'll never get the job done. No more nothing. You you if if Trump is nominated is is elected president is selected as president, then there will be no more made in China anything anymore. Remember, China got Joe joke Biden in their pocket. They got Hunter in their pocket. U Ukraine got Hunter and Biden in their pocket. They don't. We thought that they were going to sell. Uh, um new york city to china to get rid of the american debt that they had over there he says we're going to cut everything from china we're going to start the industrial revolution all the way over again where the things are going to say made in america from now on 
Uh, but that wasn't the part I wanted MOI to, to, to hear. I wanted MOI to hear the part where he said he's going to start a new baby boomer generation. Well, while we wait for MOI, can we talk about this right here? Because well, well, let me say this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. Get to that part. Um, I just wanted to add value what, what Crom was saying um, with the whole Trump situation. We have to realize, I think it's China or Japan bought the San Francisco Bridge years ago. I think China already bought the Jersey Turnpike. So there's there's debt debts and exchanges already been made for China to, to already start to take over in New York. Plus, uh, what's his name? Um, the, the brothers who talks about uh, finance. Dr. Claude Anderson already already told us that by the year 2035, downtown Manhattan will be Hong Kong, China. <laughs> fact. fact. I've been to Canal Street in New York. You know, Canal is Chinatown. Everything. The, the fire department looked like them. The police department looked like them. They got their own fucking community right there. So Manhattan is coming next. It's coming soon, very quick. And I'll end with this right here. We just had the Chinese military training in Canada. Teach! There are training in Canada. So that's why, like, those balloon sightings were where? Okay. We continue. Go ahead. Well, I, I, I can add some value to that um, also because what a lot of people don't know is the algorithm that caused the real estate market to crash came from China. And then when the real estate market crashed, it was China who swooped in to the land banks. Every city in the country has a land bank and they were buying, um, they were buying the land wholesale, wholesale. Like literally, um, they just did it in Detroit. I know a lot of people heard about the cheap housing market in Detroit and how you can hit the auction. And boo -boo -boo. Well, that is all that's all over now because China just came in and they were just saying, basically, how many you got on auction? We'll take them all. <laughs> we'll take them all. We got 100 houses, 1,000 houses. On. Yeah, yeah, give me all those. You know what I'm saying? So they was grabbing them like that um, after their algorithm accidentally caused uh or played a role in causing the uh the real estate market to depress i've been telling people that those are the two languages to learn chinese and, and french um but to take it a step further mandarin um, mandarin yeah yeah mandarin, yeah. yeah mandarin yeah yeah and you, you got you got a couple of them they even have the pinyin to make it easier now but um what i would add even further is there's a benefit to having somebody in office that's already has some financial stability. When we look at Biden and we look at his entourage and family, a lot of them is coming from nothing. So they're easily, um, you know, it's easy to put a few dollars in their pocket and buy these folks up. You know what I'm saying? And so that's one of the benefits that comes with having somebody that, you know, got a little change already. I yield the floor. Uh, brother, could you finish uh, playing that video? I want to talk and see the part where by, uh, Trump says he's going to start a new baby boomer generation. He's going to pay people to have babies. Yeah, you uh, you took it off. Hold on. Let me put it back. Yeah, 
He is weak on China because the corrupt Biden family has received millions and millions of dollars from entities tied to the Chinese Communist Party. Everybody knows that. They try and hide it, and the fake news doesn't want to talk about it. Biden's pro-China economic program puts America last, and it's killing our country. My cutting-edge trade agenda will revitalize our economy by once again putting America first. And by the way, we'll get along very well with China. And you know what the reason is? They'll respect us again like they did just two years ago. We will quickly become a manufacturing powerhouse like the world has never seen before. Thank you very much. No, that's not the one. Uh, there's a there's a one uh, Crip Jesus and I were playing. Um, I can't find it now, but it was just from like a couple of days ago. Let me try to hit that filter again. But yeah, um, Trump said he was going to pay people to have babies. Uh, ultimately, yeah, it 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 was a scene just like the one we just saw, but it was like from maybe four days ago. He just said this. A part of his rampage. But didn't China pay people to have babies before, or give the Texas in it, or something like that? Well, no, China was killing babies. They was like, if you have more than one baby, you got to kill the next baby. So they, they, they're okay, in trouble. So they, they, right okay, now. that's negative eugenics. Okay, he's doing. Positive. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. What they did now, China is at a problem because, uh, uh, what is this? This year is twenty twenty three. So mm -hmm. in seventy five years, let's say it's twenty twenty five. In 75 years, in 23,000, yeah. um, there will be more people in Nigeria than there will be in um, China. But let me play this next clip and uh, see what the minister uh, thinks about it. Let me see if this is the one. No, it says running uh, billionaire. Um, so, yeah, uh, he says he's going to pay people to have babies. A population collapse. This is why Elon keeps having kids. Like the population <laughs> no, collapse not. is. It's not single-handedly trying to like bring the population back. But he literally is he's doing it with surrogates. It's not like he's just shooting loads into people. Like he's making embryos and in vitro fertilization. It's like he's doing wild shit. Genuinely, he wants to make as many people as he can. Huh. That's why he's like saving embryos and doing in vitro fertilization. Like he's genuinely trying to contribute to the population. He thinks that population collapse is a, is a real issue. If you talk to him about it, he has a compelling argument about it. He genuinely thinks that it's important for people to have as many children as possible. Mm. And he's basing this, is what I was getting to, urban environments and highly educated people are having less and less children yeah because the woman has career uh, the woman has a career the man has a career yep. they put it off so yeah um, but see this is this is this is wild talking about undesirables so you know i just i'm, I'm political bro in political conversations they have two sides they're not just you know and you have to be aware so if you're if you're presenting the kind because you may not even be aware that you're doing it, you know, we're humans and we're dealing with law. So it, when you're dealing with the concept of undesirables and getting rid of and and shifting around and all those all that type of language. And then you're talking about population. It, it naturally leads to a eugenic type conversation because now you're talking about who we want to repopulate with. You understand who we want to make up that that new consensus. And that's where 
I hear him, but when he talks about population, because I, you know, I've studied Trump. I, I like the Trump way. I'm not these new Trump dudes. I'm not the dudes that like Trump because he got. I like the Trump back when it was you're fired. You understand me? <laughs> and yeah, the real Trump. The real Trump, not this new Trump that's getting paid. That's not front. Politics are politics. So there's certain things. You understand what I'm saying? Now, he was real known for the eminent domain thing. If I'm not mistaken, didn't he have a part to play with Brooklyn? You know what I'm saying? And, and so Trump is known for the eminent domain, shifting people around, the desirable goes here, the undesirable goes there. And that's where when he starts talking about that, that's where I get a little, hmm, you know, even with the baby thing. I like the baby thing. I'm with that. However, what once the I, I'm not with anything that has the government and baby next to it. That's where it gets weird. I don't trust them enough. I don't care if it sounds good or bad. If it's government and baby, it, 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 you know, you got to watch out. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Well, I, 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 I think that's like uh, a needed workforce. It sounds like a needed workforce. It sounds like that one third of the country that's not used, they want to shift some people around to start using it. That's what it sounds well, like to me. Well, the elephant in the room is black people in particular, so-called, we're going extinct. That's the elephant in the room. And I think that's something black people, I don't think black people going to believe it until just ain't none of us left. Now, and you know, I'll, I'll defer to MOI because I think he's seen it just like the rest of us. Your great grandma had 30 brothers and sisters. I'm just making up a number. Your grandma, she had eight brothers and sisters. Your mama had four brothers and sisters. You got maybe one to two brothers and sisters. And we know the, the, the girls now, they typically only have one to two kids, maybe. The black woman, and no, actually uh, 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 women in general in America, out of, out of every three births, one is circumcision. I'm sorry, uh, C-section. She can barely have a baby at this particular point in time. It's bad. They just outlawed Roe v. Wade. Like, it's not a game, family. We killing babies. Like, oh, well, we're having babies. And they go into the well, cemetery. But nonetheless, MOI. Okay, go ahead. Let me just pass the mic to MOI. MOI, uh, what did you think about the. Uh, uh, well, actually, here, I just sent you the link, uh, 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 Inky. Could you just play that last part where uh, Trump said he's going to start pay paying people and we're going to try to do a baby boom? Just play that part real quick. I just sent you the link. I'm sorry. And then I want to see what MOI uh, 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 thinks about that. We don't have a lot of time. Past generation. Share that screen. Whenever you're ready, good brother. There we, there we go. And it's, it's at the very end. Americans pursued big dreams and daring projects, organization and beautification campaign. Very importantly, I will also make sure all of these new places are safe. We love and cherish our police. They will do the job the way they have to. It is time to start Bring it back a little bit more. I'm sorry. Again, homes. And I will ask Congress to support baby bonuses for young parents to help launch a new baby boom. Finally, I'll challenge the governors of all 50 states to join me in a great modernization and beautification campaign 
getting rid of ugly buildings, refurbishing our parks and our public spaces. That was it. That was it. More lip. He said he's going to do a baby boom and give uh, new parents a baby bonus. Uh, MOI, what say you? Um, <laughs> Trump crazy, man. Uh, <laughs> one of the first questions I ask is, who's the boom for? That's the first question. Okay. That's the question we have to ask ourselves. Who is the boom for? What 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 segment of, of people is the boom for? Because remember the baby boom population back what was that the uh, the forties, right? Sixties, fifties, whatever it was. World War Two. Yeah, World War Two. That baby boom was mostly for white folks, and that came from uh, Ellis Island. Remember Ellis Island? Maybe fifty years prior to the baby boom in the nineteen twenties. When they finally figured out that there was too many Negroes in America, and that's when um, the American Birth Control League has started, and the Eugenics Foundation started, right? With uh, 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 what's his name, Fisher, Fisher and the boys, and that's when they started to move on the Ben Ishmael tribe and started to eradicate them because they declared them to be feeble-minded. So this. This entire process, my point I'm making, the entire process of replenishing the earth is something that Christ is supposed to do anyway. This is what Trump is going to do. He's going to replenish the earth. But my question is, what tribe is he replenishing? What people is he replenishing? Or what boom are you trying to make happen? What race of people? Let me... Minus birth rate was 2011. Remember that. So, I'm a... coming hey. earlier, the black population on a decline, I don't necessarily agree with that part of it because regionally we're never going to go extinct as a people like there's too many on the planet to go extinct ever the race of so-called negroes will never go extinct in america however we're diminishing in numbers but we're diminishing not to white people to um to uh latin america latinos outnumber us go ahead sorry i'm gonna play this and then i'll pass the mic to inky stem cell technology that Peter and I are investing in is called SCNT, which takes the egg of a young, perfect woman specimen, takes the egg and takes out the nucleus and puts our DNA in the nucleus. They just go in and take it out. It's painful, right? Huh? Is it painful? Yeah, a little bit. And this is part of this genetic uh, greatness that we don't see in any other race on the planet. These curvy, sexy black women from Africa. You girls have a kind of a monopoly on this genetic perfection. And we want some of that. <laughs> so girls, for a hundred dollars we will pay you for your egg. So how much do you want for it? Let's bid. I bid five Billionaire Peter Nayard offers uh melanated women money for eggs um but let's go with inky real quick i'm sorry good brother yeah so uh this is what i've been talking about for the longest so there is no um repopulation effort without black people because black genetics are what is required so this whole time 
one of my biggest pet peeves is like I hate to be discussed while I'm sitting in the room, like as if I'm not in the room. And every time we've had a stem cell conversation, like it's popped up on the news, magazines, I've been yelling at the top of my, this is a melanin conversation. Hello, everybody. This is a melanin conversation. Stem cell research is melanin research because we have different genes. And so we are having a depopulation bit that is synthetic. We've been brainwashed into abortions and, and poor diets and all these other things and lifestyle choices that aren't really real and illusory. But there is nothing wrong with us in terms of our machinery to reproduce. On the other hand, you have vast populations of people that their machinery doesn't work. So they need laboratories, they need all kinds of stuff and they have to tap out at this point. Right now they tapping out saying, look, there's nothing we could do in the laboratory to get this thing to work. We just have to actually purchase the genetics from these black folks. And this is why there's such a concerted effort to retard your reproduction, not necessarily to get you gone, but to slow down our numbers. And this is why I showed the article that shows that the precursor for what we're seeing in terms of these uh, gender dysphoria was the boom in type two diabetes because sugar and insulin are enough to retard and switch the sexual hormones in the brain. And once you do that through diet, now comes the idea that I'm trapped in the wrong body. Now comes the idea that I need to get a sex change to reflect who I really am. But that's based on the poisoning that was already done because people don't understand. So when we see Trump now stepping in there, there is no uh, uh, gender, there's no baby boom process without black folks. So it's going to be black folks. It's going to be brown folks. It's going to be, you know, your uh, your other groups, but they're going to be uh, 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 boosting the quote unquote mulatto or the mixed folks. So it's going to be a lot of Drake, a lot of Obama, a lot of Alicia Keys, because there's no other way. There's no other way to. So you see what the billionaire is talking about. He wants to buy eggs from black women and then, you know put his sperm into the egg of the black woman. What you gonna have, Drake's and and, and, and that's, you know, that's so, so uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, family. Um, but that's the, this research is so important. I'm telling people I need the funding to continue this research. People don't understand. I just did six hours earlier on cardiology so people could get these facts to protect them before it's too late. Uh, M.O.Y., did you wanna, Add value. Should we go to the next clip? No, this is the next clip. Move on. Okay, so um, while we're waiting for Crip Jesus, he's been getting some heat, uh, Donald Trump, and this is what it looks like. What is the strategic campaign messaging to reach millennials and Gen Z? <laughs> well, I, I look, I said, I have one little phrase that I think became the most powerful phrase in the history of politics and maybe in any country. 
You know what the phrase is? Make America great again. That's we- going to be his messaging to young people. By the way, it's the same messaging that got him almost no youth vote in 2016 and almost no youth vote in 2020. That's his message. You go into details and you know what the details because we've been talking about them the whole night. Make America great again. Another one. America first. We put America first. Right. They're putting America- That's really going to resonate with Gen Z. You can just tell. Back to your desk. Got no So he. Um, the, the point of, of that is he's not really connected. And this is the response in so many words. New tonight, Kanye West is announcing another bid for the White House in 2024. In a video posted to his Twitter account, he shares a conversation he claims that he had with former President Trump at Mar-a-Lago. Kanye says that he asked Trump to join his ticket as the vice president. Trump allegedly told Kanye not to run, saying that he will lose. Oh, wow. Trump isn't resonating. And uh, Kanye's like, listen, run with me. I thought Kanye was going to go for vice president. He's like, run for me, be my vice president. Um, I don't know. What's going on? MOI? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, please. MOI, this is you all day. Um, I have nothing. I have nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let, me, let me say this. I actually was lucky enough, shout out to my guy DJ from the American Healer podcast. Uh, DJ is friends. Okay, so when Kanye went to that dinner with Trump, he took two people with him. He took the uh, the white guy that's like a super Racist. almost, uh, well, yeah, there you go. Super uh, pro-nationalist. <laughs> right, yeah, nationalist. White, white nationalist. White nationalist, bam. Yeah. But then yeah. he also took the opposite, uh, he took a brother with him that's super militant and, you know, super pro-black nationalist. Right. And we got an opportunity um, to interview the brother because DJ plugged us in. So we actually got the whole backdrop to what actually happened at the dinner. And what they said was a thousand percent right. But Trump was blown away because Trump was actually thinking that Kanye was going to jump on the bill or jump on the, uh, the tag and run with him. So he was, you know, excited and the, and the mood was right. And he was rolling out the red carpet for them. And then when Kanye said that shit about jumping on, you know, running with him, everything got real different. Trump had to make phone calls and he was, you know, rushing, you know, looking at his watch and, you know, like, so everything got real different at that moment. So, I don't um, I don't think it's an impassable moment, though. I think that they could probably still patch that up. I think that uh, Kanye would be a good running mate for um, for Trump. I think that, right. you know, they, they could they could really galvanize some, um, you know, do some do something crazy, um, crazy in, in terms of, of great in terms of the scale. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, we, we you know, there's a whole yeah, there's a whole lot that came out of that dinner table. You know what I'm saying? I might put that interview up on 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 the Crumb Network so that everybody could see it. But yeah, it was it was a pretty dope interview. Absolutely. So Trump is playing hardball. He's saying he's not going to run with Kanye. Kanye is not going to be his VP. He's not going to be Kanye's VP. Of course, 
depending on who who gets that nomination, they get to kind of, you know, put their hey, I won. I'm going to be the new Republican nominee and I choose of my shortlist Kanye or if it's uh Kanye, he's going to choose Trump. I think they're going to team up. Trump Trump knows he can't appeal to young people, so he's going to try to get that black vote. Remember, when he lost to Joe Biden, that first election where he ran against uh, uh, um, uh, Hillary Clinton, he he went for the racist vote for the hillbilly. It was very, you know, had a, had a very negative taste in our mouth. Then when he went to um, Joe Biden, this is what he said. For decades, Democrat politicians like Joe Biden have taken black voters for granted. They made you big promises before every election. And then the moment they got to Washington, they abandoned you and they sold you out. The Democrat Party used you and they lied to you every single time. You know it better than anybody else knows it. The Democrats will always take back the vote. And I'm here today to announce a brand new plan to deliver more opportunity, more security, more fairness, and more prosperity to black communities. We call it the Platinum Plan. Platinum Plan. And that's a contract with black Americans, and it's going to be something that people talk about for a long time to come. If you vote Republican over the next four years, we will create three million new jobs for the black community. Open 500,000 new black-owned businesses. Increase access to capital in black communities by $500 billion. Build up peaceful and safer urban neighborhoods with the highest standards of, and you know this, of policing. We want the highest standards. We have to have, we have, to have highest standards of policing. Bring even greater fairness to the justice system. We did criminal justice reform. We remember that. Even greater, we will create a national clemency project to right wrongful prosecutions and to pardon individuals who have reformed their life. Uh, I want to try again. Uh, MOI, what say ye? He, that's what he said last time. If he clicks up with Kanye, are we going to see another? Was that just pandering? Hey, that was the last time you didn't vote for me. Now the deal's off the table. Um, well, I, I put like this right here. I think it's the same old dance in those political arenas. They really need the, the black votes, so they'll say whatever they need to say to the black population to get the black votes. Um, and I think it's just part of the gap. It's always been that way, you know, like get the black votes. Um, so I don't think that he's going to overpromise and deliver. I think he's going to deliver on some of those promises because you remember under Trump, a lot more happened for black people than with Obama in office, um, especially with, with uh, jobs and entrepreneurships and, and uh, money being put into black communities. Okay, that's Let's go. Yeah. Um, so, uh, like I said, you know, now stand on this again. Trump is the Christ. He's the savior. Mm. It's weird. Hey, man, listen, that's where it is. Let me say this, and I'll pass the mic to uh, Crip Jesus. He has something to share with us. Um, I thought MOI was going to go into the benign neglect thing, because prior to what we just seen now with uh, Donald Trump, we've never seen that before. Anytime, and this is what MOI taught me. That's how I know. Uh, anytime you see where they ask you about 
anything about black people, that's when they'll shuck and uh, shuck and jive. We remember, uh, um, um, old boy never had any policy. Uh, Joe Biden. He said, listen, if you don't vote for me, you're not black anymore. And it was really just about that. What did Hillary say? She said hot sauce in the bag. And that was kind of like the whole thing. And you'll notice they'll never, and I think Dr. Claude Anderson said, said this as well. They're never going to any meat and potatoes. They never give you any real policy. They'll kind of bring, you know, a rapper or actor on and kind of pander to, you know, the low level things that you like. But Ice Cube was the first one who said, hey, let's yep. bring up a point system of what we're going to vote for. And they never did any. And this is what MOI told me. They never did anything about it because they had a policy called benign neglect. They just act like you're not there. We're not going to create anything. We're not going to do anything for you. And this is what we saw. Because I voted that first election. I voted for Obama. I, you know what? It is what it is. Because I thought something was going to happen. Then MOI came. And he's dun, 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 dun. like, listen. Because this is different. Trump is the first one to make it less about race and more about the value system. So it's going to come down more to conservative versus liberal. And a lot of times black people are confused because they vote liberal because they think that's what they're supposed to do. But they think conservative. They just don't understand the difference between the two. Conservative is about small businesses. Conservative is about um, being able to raise your children and decide for your children solely without the school telling you what to teach them, without the government telling you how to inject them. Those are things that are all conservative ideals. So I think Absolutely. that it's, this is going to come down more to conservative versus liberal, where the liberal is more like what they did in Baltimore saying, you know, we don't worry about whether the children do their schoolwork or even attend school. We're going to pass them anyway. And when you've seen how the Democrat or the liberal program hit Baltimore, it shot the crime rate up through the ceiling. And um, that is also going to play a role in the baby boom, as well as the bid for the people who get to develop and work in these new uh, uh, these new places, these new cities. I think that that's what this whole thing is about because even the merger of black social uh issues with the lgbtq uh, issues all of that is a part of the liberal agenda and again i got to get into my personal bag because i can well, let me let me just um oh people we're, say we're, we're run out of that time let me just negative. get to jesus real quick I got you. But these things are negative and they're Masonic. These are not Masonic things. These are not Illuminati agenda. These are liberal agenda and Democrat agenda. So I need to know what y'all doing out there. Um, uh, I, I remember it's something here that I can't I can't ignore. I can't ignore. It. Now, I remember when you first the first episode we did, what was it called? Gang Conscious Community and Gangs. And, and uh, I remember I was uh, talking to you about the uh, assumed connection between you know the Black Panthers and the gangs and all that, and what and what the what the theme is that you see between Black Panther Party, uh, what Trump is saying, uh, why he's always compared with Russia and all these different things is socialism, and it begins with communism and. I read a lot of Karl Marx and Frederick Engels, and what you gotta understand is it's a it's a way 
what, what, what Joseph Stalin did with it and what uh, John Lennon did with it was they take these you big utopian concepts and use them to justify enforcing these major things on you. You get what I'm saying? So we have to be careful because the government's not God. The government's made of people, and these are people who are hungry for power. You know, so I've heard this language before. I just want to show it. You know, uh, hold on. Let me see. Can you see me? Yep. Okay. Uh, well, damn. Hold on. Let me go back. Okay. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, we um Okay, so right here, this is where socialism begins with. So he gets accused a lot of dealing with Russia. Now, me personally, I don't think that I don't assume. So I'm not gonna necessarily say he's a spy or he's in pocket with them, but I think that to leave out the conversation, we just gotta approach it. I think he has an admiration for them. Like he says, I think he studies their literature. I think he goes into what they're talking about. And that has a lot to do with Karl Marx. And this was where that's based off the communist manifesto. So Marx and Engels maintain that the poverty, disease and early death that the afflicted proliterate, the industrial working class. For y'all that don't know, the industrial working class is who Trump speaks to. This is the middle America we're talking about. We're endemic to capitalism. These are the people he talks about, those in power. They were systemic and structural problems that could be resolved only by replacing capitalism with communism. Under this alternative system, the major means of industrial production, such as mines, mills, factories, and railroads, would be publicly owned and operated for the benefit of all. This is what he's talking about with the freedom cities, y'all. You feel what I'm saying? Where, where, they, where they bring it, you bring it here, things are low cost. Marx and Engels presented this critique of capitalism in a brief sketch of a possible future communist society and manifesto of the communist party, which they wrote at the commission of a small group of radicals called the communist league. Now I put here, did Stalin follow Karl Marx within five years of the death of Lenin, Joseph Stalin completed his rise to power and was the leader of the Soviet union. That's, that's what Russia formerly was who theorized and applied the socialist theories of Lenin and Karl Marx as political expedities used to realize his plans for the Soviet union and for, and for world socialism. According to Marx, materialist theory, history, is a series of class struggles and revolutionary upheavals leading ultimately to freedom for all. See, it's called freedom cities. Marx derived his views in part from the philosophy of G.W.F. Hegel, who conceived of history as the dialectical self-development spirit. In contrast to Hegel's philosophical idealism, however, Marx held that history is driven by the material or economic conditions that prevail in a given age. Before a man can do anything else, they must first produce the means of their subsistence. So even that talk when he says, let's not outsource, let's make it ourselves. This is all part of this language, which is not nothing to go against, but it's just, you know, I've heard this language before. Now I'm trying to get to the next slide. I don't know what's going on, but uh, hold on y'all. Cause it's one more, but the point is, can you see me? Yeah, we got about, Hold on, let me stop sharing. The, the point I'm trying to make is we have to be careful 
with his language, like MOI was saying. I'm, I'm real big on what MOI was saying. They use a lot of phrases and big grand uh, concepts and programs to implement things of this nature. And the last president we saw with three terms to talk about group economics and socialism, things of that nature, was Frederick D. Roosevelt. That's the only president we've seen with three terms to talk with this language. Frederick. And I think you mean um, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Oh, I said Frederick, my bad. Franklin D. Roosevelt. Yeah. <laughs> but FDR, though. I, I so, think he served four terms. He would have served five had he not died in office. Four? Yes, sir. He uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt was the closest thing this country's ever had to a king. People t tell you that the favorite... Remember, the New Deal was a big deal. <laughs> I mean, mm -hmm. but yeah, that's the whole New Deal thing. And he he changed the course of America, you know. But yeah, yeah, and and he was handicapped. You'll never get another one of, one of them because the TV that's in the way. But back then, nobody knew he was. Uh, I think it was polio. But you know that was all behind a um, V A C C I N E. But uh, M O Y, uh, brother, talk black to me. What do you think, brother? Um. I mean, I would like to have just spent, spent more time on uh, Trump situation and uh, led the people down a rabbit hole of, of understanding Trump's role. And, his, you know, uh, I think the prime minister of Israel, I think, came out a couple of years ago and said that Trump knew about the extraterrestrials and all that kind of stuff. Trump actually had threatened to reveal what he knew about the extraterrestrials at one point. Um, and that's when they started bad-mouthing him in the media. Um, but, you know... Wanted to have more time to draw the connection between Trump uh, and, and the royal family of, of Europe um, as it relates to the estates over here in um, in America and the reason the Pope came over here when Trump was in office. Uh, but we could do a part two and really jump down a rabbit hole dealing with Trump, his affiliations, who, who he really is, um, also dealing with his forefathers and uh, get into that space force. In these terrestrial wars that they're fighting right now, they're, like right now, they're, they're at war right now, uh, fighting these terrestrial wars uh, with these ETs or these greys that Trump know about. So it's a lot more we can dive into Trump besides the politics. The politics is just smoke and mirrors. Um, you, I, I, I tell you this right here. You've never seen Biden in the Oval Office the whole time because the White House been locked up the whole time. He's been pretending to be president. He's never been inside the White House. Nor, nor have you seen his uh, vice president anywhere either, near the White House. They can't go in the White House. <laughs> Biden not the president enough, nothing. Uh, but ne next time we can kind of we can kind of dove into that a little bit more with Trump. Well, um, we have until we have to be done, done, done by nine fifteen. But yeah, um, I uh, have some material. Yeah, from. Uh, you know, this very topic, it's about five minutes. So, you know, this can take us at least to the five minute mark and we can kind of exit by telling the family who we are, where they can find us. Yeah, but yeah, this is all a part of the iceberg and you've only seen a tip of it. But yeah, this part as well, what do you think? U.S. intelligence agencies have 180 days to share what they know about UFOs. When President Donald Trump signed the $2.3 trillion coronavirus relief and government funding bill into law in December 2020, so began the 180-day countdown 
for U.S. intelligence agencies to tell Congress what they know about UFOs. So now they're starting to hear shit like an extraterrestrial connection to who we are dealing with the not just the Draco star system, but the Palladians and Orions and the, the various intergalactical empires. Because I said that too, you did. I said, I said intergalactical empires, Sata Queen. And here you have former Israel space security chief says extraterrestrials exist and Trump knows about it. A galactical federation has been waiting for humans to reach a stage where we will understand what space and spaceships are. Why did he say galactical federation? I've been saying intergalactical federation because I was trying to break down the structure between the League of Nations. United Nations report to the League of Nations. The League of Nations report to the intergalactical federation. <laughs> I have a question. An Israeli uh, employee said that they're aliens. Galactic Federations. So, in your guys' opinion, how does that tie into um, our, our celestial ancestry? Us coming from other star systems. What do, what do you have to say about that? When you get into the Sangoma, Zulu Shaman, Baba Credo Mutua, when you get into the Yoruba oral traditions, when you get into all these different African oral traditions, they all teach unequivocally that our origin is celestial and not terrestrial. Woo! Anybody that's listening that's into any uh, indigenous African system knows for a fact that in all systems, they teach of our celestial origin, right? Uh, even now today in modern science, you have what's called uh, panspermia. Panspermia is a theory that suggests that all life on planet Earth was seeded from other planets. You can look this up right now. Whether it's through meteorites or whether it's through whatever, this is what panspermia teaches. Uh, shout out to Chrome uh, on Chrome TV when I was down in Little Five Points, Atlanta, um, about that. You know, we do have now a United States Space Force. The brother made the point about the uh, Israeli, I think he was a general or something, and coming out and exposing that the United States have known about extraterrestrials and stuff like this for years. Do you know that we have that five branches of the military now? We have a United States Space Force. Uh, Air Force is when you fight in air, in airplanes, right? The Navy is when you fight in water, in ships, right? The Space Force is when you fight in outer space. So my question to President Donald Trump is, if there are no life on other planets, why do we have a United States Space Force? Teach! If there's nothing out there, what is Donald Trump and the United States government afraid of that they need a military in outer freaking space? And the symbol for the Space Force it's the same symbol as a Star Trek symbol. Stop it! It's the same symbol. Can I get a damn Gina? The reason that Donald Trump had invoked the... Space Force. The Space Force. The Space Force. Because you've got to remember now, the U.S. Army had already started ESD, Earth Space Defense. I fought in the war in 96. I know what those things are capable of. But I know what my daughter is capable of. And I know this planet is safer because she's defending it. So Earth Space Defense was invoked because he was already told by his uncle. Trump's uncle was the reason that they started Department of Alien Affairs. I went inside the FBI vaults and somebody had filed under FOIA, Freedom of Information Act, mm -hmm. looking for the documents that were seized upon the death of Nikolai Tesla. J. Edgar Hoover had wrote to the Inquirer. He said, hey guys, the information is not here in the FBI vaults. Mm. You're gonna go to the Department of Alien Affairs? That's the Department of Alien Affairs. And you know the uniform for all the agents? Black suits, black ties, white, black glasses. The paradigm shift is about to come to where we have to start addressing um, things off the planet. 
we're about to start seeing a lot more talk of these extraterrestrials. Anything inside of this atmosphere is terrestrial, terrestrial. on top of the Earth. Anything inside of Earth is called terrestrious. Anything that's advanced living outside of our biodome is called an extraterrestrial. Right. So these extraterrestrials have been painted in your mind to be these little green space creatures when in reality look just like you and me. And that's why in any religious pretext, you always hear of something ascending from somewhere. Even the book of Revelation talks about this huge crystal city, which is a spaceship, that's coming down to Earth and it's going to zap up 144,000 individuals. So 144,000 of us will be saved. From TV. Bam. Heat. That's heat. That's heat. The Russians, the Soviet. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying, here's the thing. I do this on purpose. I'm not here to say the Soviets are bad, the Russians are bad. I'm here to open people's mind to see that maybe his connection with them isn't such a bad thing. A lot of these things we talk about, socialism, space exploration, was part of the Soviet program that he seems to model a lot, in my opinion. Uh, MOI, I think you had dropped from the line. You were saying something else. Oh no, nah, I, I was just 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 saying, wow, the video you had played, like damn, I was telling <laughs> <laughs> like damn, I was telling y'all this shit years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, this is old. <laughs> yeah, this is old. <laughs> it's like at least four or five years old. Like when I was talking about this shit back then, but I was telling people about the space force back then and we was out in the streets it little five points actually doing the work out in the streets telling everybody about this shit back then and then now they start to see extraterrestrial or ufos whatever flying around now so we the point is family we we've been told y'all about what's happening the thing with trump right now coming back into office he he's coming back to reclaim the throne he is the rightful and true for true true for heir of the vast estate of what we call north America under titles, not not saying that he owns the land. I don't don't go into all that shit, right? Because Obama <laughs> Obama already demonstrated that stronghold when he had the demonstration. He was in office. Remember, he had the Moorish flags behind him, and Ooh. he said that Morocco was the first country to recognize. Like he was given Moorish Empire this shit, but then Michelle Obama had triangulated like uh, Todd Street Bay had put out. She she triangulated. She triangulated and she went to Egypt. So this is all happening um, with Obama, of course, just to pass the stick, but he was setting up the office for um, for Trump. Certain things had, had to happen under Obama that he did, and certain things had to happen under um, under Trump. But Trump is coming back. Watch what I tell you. Watch what I tell you. He's coming back. And watch how much shit's going to change back over to how it used to be. And I think to, to the brother's point, Trump is for everybody. He, he, he's for the working class, whether you white or black. He's for any anybody that's a hard worker, anybody that's that's, that's grind as we call it grinding entrepreneurship. He's for those people for sure. So I am with that with Trump. I want to say something about the aliens too. <laughs> the space station. <laughs> <laughs> 
you see this because you know we get to the race thing, but like you said, if you see the connection, when you go back to all the Soviet, the socialists, because even with uh, Hitler, with the Nazis, with the socialist thing, they always talk about these communities. They don't go into the whole flying around, you know what I mean? I mean, as far as UFOs, but a lot of them deal with the knowledge of communities under the ground, supposedly in India and in Antarctica. Hitler had space chests, bro. No, I'm not yeah, saying it happened. I'm saying that when they talk about those people under the ground, because his uh, Trump space station is in Antarctica, if I'm not mistaken. And the big thing is the community that's supposed to be underground in Antarctica that's been talked about, right? So now you see it revealed to us with Trump there. So and my thing is, I feel like he deals with those. He's not afraid to deal with those Eastern Europeans that have that connection with that. You know what I'm saying? With that, with that communication with those underground communities. Because, for example, when was the last time we heard about this 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 often? What the seventies and sixties when JFK was in office, the communist thing, did he end up getting assassinated? Because he was talking about revealing it, and they were already starting to send people to space. The same conversation was going on. It was about fifty years ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah. Right. Absolutely. Um, we are about at at our time. Um, did you want to give your final thoughts, MOI? Um, no, I'm, I'm good, bro. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good on it. It's like I said, I just wish we had a little more, and we will in the future, have a little more time to really dive into the extra, the extraterrestrial connection, um, of Trump. And also I wanted to add something else real quick. When the brother's saying, um, outer space, um, we, we shouldn't think up. Right, I, I know we've been taught to think up with space, but space is actually out, outer space. Like, give me more space. Like, slide over. It's out, not up. Um, so those are the things we can dive into a little bit later, dealing with Trump and the revelation of Trump and how Trump is the one that's bring, bringing about the new revelation or the new revolution. Um, he is the one. I want to go on record by saying I'm gonna say it again. He is the one. Watch what I tell you. So that's it. Peace and light, peace and love. Thank y'all for tapping in, tuning in. Um, M Y. Before we part ways, um, you know, because we we did uh, good on a viewership tonight. I wanted to see if we could just go over this real quick. I think the um, the the tickets and everything are already up. Everything is green light, good to go. Oh, for sure, for sure. We actually gonna gonna uh, change the location, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be in Orlando. Yeah. So listen, y'all. Live lecture, a weekend getaway. Myself and my brother Crumb, we're hosting this event. The truth about Juneteenth. The lecture is gonna be on fire. I think we did a couple of years ago to set the whole building on fire. Yeah. But this time, we're gonna kick it for an entire weekend. All right, down in Florida. Go go to Crumb website right now as we speak. Get the tickets early. It's gonna be limited slots, y'all. Limited slots. Limited slots. It ain't be for everybody, but for those of you who come out, I guarantee you gonna have a ball. I'm excited about it. It's gonna be cool as fuck too. So definitely check it out. What's the website? I need the website real quick though. Um, the website is. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna put it in here right now. That's Crumb. TV dot info. 
forward slash events. Um, now, I have to be honest, family. There are only 11 tickets. It's only 11 <laughs> tickets. Uh, but keep in mind, this is at the peak of tourist season in one of the biggest tourist attraction areas in, in America, Orlando. And, um, you know, you're going to be there on site with MOI and I. Uh, we're going to check in at four all day Saturday, check out Sunday morning. Um, but that Saturday is going to be heat rock. It's going to be incredible. Uh, so definitely tap in immediately because it's only 11 slots. Um, we may have Dr. Kaba Cabernet there. Um, I'm going to be there. MOI is going to be there. Uh, the truth about Juneteenth. Um, yeah. MOI went super saying last time. This is two years ago. Family, yeah. this time he's already, he's evolved. This is Goku <laughs> on a whole different level. You know, you never talked about antebellum. I, I wanted this Juneteenth to talk about anti uh, antebellum because, you know, that's just one thing. I, I never heard anybody else talk about it except you. Oh, for sure. I got you. I got you. I got you. We'll dive more into them. Yeah. That was like this southern southern renaissance with art and fashion. I got you there. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. So um, with that said, family, crumbtv.info forward slash events. We're also going to send out an a, a email blast. Um, get your tickets early. Um, this is the MOI podcast Sunday school family. He's jumping like Jordan. Um, let me get this out of the way. Let me get this out of the way and, you know, make sure to put some respect on his name as well. Um, IG Minister Informing. Tap in. IG Minister Informing. That's where you can find him at. Um, also, I don't know how you do that part, but throw some, throw some coins into the bucket, family. Throw some coins into the bucket. That's Money Sign Chef JJ. Uh, wherever you're at, subscribe there. Whatever channel you're watching on right now, subscribe on that channel right now. Uh, anything else, Minister? No, sir. That's it. Get those uh, tickets. Tap in with us soon, man. Let's go. 11 seats. It's going to go quick, too. Think, I think we already sold three, so like seven left, eight left. Hurry up. <laughs>